And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 248 of the World of Myth Bits. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the World of Mythbits. Uh, I am your host, Tim. Uh, I'm an author, a poet, uh, a podcaster, which, um, yeah, I, uh, I never, never really thought that I would ever be able to do. Uh, and yet here I am every week uh, bringing you more from the world of Tim, uh, more about uh, dark myth publishing, uh, dark, myth, dark Myth Publishing, Dark Myth Publications, I always, always get that right. Wrong. I always get that wrong. And I got that wrong, too. Um, the, uh, yeah, it's it's so much fun to, uh, to invade your airwaves and, uh, and bring more and more from my, um, my crazy, zany mind. Uh, that I uh, I offered to you. Now, today uh, today's episode, I thought I would talk about uh, Japan and holidays. Uh, I'm not going on holidays to Japan, although I wish I really, really, really wish I was. It's uh, it's a place that uh, that's often fascinated me. Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners, how many of our uh, our writers and poets uh, have ever been to such place or uh, or to uh, any Asian countries. The uh, really the only place that I've been that sort of experienced that outside of Western culture is uh, is a trip to Bali that I took as uh, like a uh, a side adventure after I had uh, had traveled through the United Kingdom and through part of Europe for um, or the April, May, June, July, August, September, about seven or seven months. But that was my one jaunt overseas and it was uh, enough 20 or so years on to still have me keen as keen to uh to travel again hopefully it's something that uh that i will be able to do with my beautiful wife uh hopefully it's something that we will be able to do sometime down the track in uh in a a, a few years time something that we're um we're very excited about something uh yeah the the, the great opportunity but the the reason that i wanted to talk about holidays this episode is uh, simply because I've been on holidays from work for uh, for the last couple of weeks, hoping to get a whole bunch of writing done. Uh, and what I've found is I've been doing more, a lot of running around, running kids to school, picking kids up from school, um, where we have a, uh, a son doing his last year of um, secondary school, studies um and that 
uh, that's been fun trying to uh, to get him to his last subjects, his last lessons, and then his exams as well. Uh, and then on top of that, um, we're very proud that he's actually been selected uh, as one of only a handful of students from that school to go as a delegate to Japan uh, as a, um, a student visit. I, I suppose it's not uh, is it might be ex yeah I, I guess it's an exchange student student exchange so the the Japanese students have come to South Australia to the um, the high school where my my son attends and they've been billeted they've been been staying with host families uh, and unfortunately we weren't able to be one of those host families but we're very very lucky that um that our son has actually been picked to be um one of the the students uh, and one of only two year 12 students that's actually now going over to japan to uh to experience that country experience that culture um so yeah been absolutely fascinated we um we've been watching a lot of uh anime which has been yeah very very interesting there's a Viking one called uh, called Vinland that uh, that my son's been really into, uh, and he's uh, he's introduced me to uh, to a very graphic, very gory, uh, but very famous um, anime called uh, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, Attack on Titans, um, which is really cool. So we're we're sort of um, we're maybe. 14 about half about halfway through the first season uh knowing fully well that the the final final movie of uh of all time for attack on titans is uh is in the cinema now so uh i have a lot of catching up to do uh, and i've got a feeling that it's going to be a long 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 while before i even get to that point um but before we get anywhere with uh, with this podcast with this episode i wanted to mention some housekeeping i wanted to say congratulations to walter e esselman a uh, friend of the uh, the company friend of the show and uh congratulations to you walt uh another incredible book in um in MythMart. this one here you snuck in so uh the um is this the the cat one? Uh, but anyway, the if you're really really interested in uh, amazing stories and amazing writing, make sure that you go to www.mythmart.com uh, and check that one out. That um, yeah, that should be um, a uh, a good fun read for sure. If uh, if anything else that uh, that Walt's written and, and submitted uh, is anything to go by uh, most definitely check that out uh, and of course while you're there there's um, my two books and I'm uh, I'm working on a, um, a third a uh, just working through the editing process of um, my fox bee uh, bull cat mouse uh, who else was there Fox, bee, bull, cat, oh, and dove, of course. 
<coughs> so uh, it's been fun sort of working through the, the editing process there. Um, what I've found is uh, not too often have I needed to sort of correct the, the grammar from, uh, from Queen's English, from the, the English English to, to American English. Uh, I'm getting a lot better at that, Steph. You'll, uh, you'll be very happy to know. Um, but what, what I am finding is there's probably the odd word or two that, uh, I've, I've used the wrong word or, uh, or a misspelling of it or, or that sort of thing. I'm, I'm picking that up, but I'm also finding opportunities to expand the story. So each chapter I've written, uh, for this one has, has sort of been a, a story in itself. I'm hoping, or at least the first couple of chapters have, have been like the background stories for the characters introducing them. And introducing a party of, of six is, um, yeah, has, has been fun. I've, I've sort of, I've cheated a little bit and I've, uh, I've introduced two of the characters in the, the one story. But uh, for the most part, each character has sort of had their own story but then I've followed on with more expansion on uh, on Dove and a bit more expansion on B, and sort of through Dove's side of things or Dove's part of the adventure, I've brought in the other characters from the party. So I I guess Dove and B are going to be playing the main roles. But it's yeah, it's it's been fun editing these. It's it's thirteen chapters, uh, so it's probably the longest story that I've written in a little while. Um, not counting uh, Paethra's tale, of course. That's uh, that's already in the thirties, where um, the the chapter wise. Uh, but that's meant to be a novel, so that's that's I'm aiming for like a hundred thousand words plus there. Whereas with this um, this teen fantasy fiction horror uh, that I'm uh, I'm editing and expanding at the moment, um, that's more looking at probably aiming for about forty thousand words. Not that not that the word amount really matters all that much of course as a writer um many of you i'm i'm hoping that are listening are uh, are writers as well um the uh as you well know the the story's done when it's done basically and it's not done until it's done they're 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 pretty much the two rules the you you know when a story is finished by the fact that it feels finished. And there's probably a little bit of padding th that you, you might need to do. A um, little bit of editing, uh, editing uh, uh, shortening a scene here or cutting a scene out entirely if it, if it doesn't really fit and it doesn't really flow. Uh, and what I'm finding too is as, I'm, as I've been writing the different chapters a, a month apart, I'm finding that some information I might call the king by one name early on, and then as the stories, uh, as another character's story arc 
happens and mentions the king, I've given the king a different name. Um, and so what I've had to do is actually go back through and make sure that in each one, the there's consistency throughout. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I guess that's the, the, the fun is writing the story and the the hard work is in editing it and making it right. But that's that's all part of the process. So I'm um, yeah, I'm I'm sitting sitting down now and I'm uh, I'm attempting to uh, to sort of work out all the kinks, make sure that everything flows. But what I'm finding is where uh, world of myth limits you to that 3000 words per story. 3,000 words max maximum for, for a story. Um, what I'm finding is when I'm editing, I've got an opportunity to expand scenes out more because we're, we're no longer under that restriction. As you're, you're writing and as you're editing your, your, your novel or editing your piece, you're, you're able to sort of fill in the gaps where you've had to cut cut something out or cut something short so that it fits within the um, the allocated amount of of words that you've got, you can expand a sentence or you can explain something a little bit more. Uh, and I'm finding as I'm going through, there's yeah opportunities to sort of tap out something or something that, that um, feels like it could have a bit more of an elaboration. You you can sort of add that in. Which yeah, which which feels good. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. Uh, I've also sort of uh, a poem popped into my head uh, earlier in the week, uh, so I sort of jotted that down, and I'm I'm hunting for uh, for somewhere to uh, to send that at the moment. Sort of got my feelers out. See uh, yeah, see see if uh, if that can land a home. Uh, sometime in the near future, fingers crossed. Um, and yeah, there's been a, a few sort of little things that I've been jotting down and uh, and that sort of thing, of a few ideas that have sort of popped into my head. But my main focus is um, over the next couple of days, I've got to get my next chapter of Paithra's Tale written. Uh, and it's finding a way to sort of bring that... Uh, around to uh, to some sort of a conclusion um, that's good enough to satisfy the reader uh, and enable them to wait for the next um, the 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 actual proper ending that will be tacked on to the end of the 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 novel that sort of gets woven. The, the side character stories um, that that will sort of get that weaved uh, successfully throughout the uh, the narrative of uh, of Paethra's tale and uh, and what's going to be interesting is cutting off the when I've done the three thousand words or up to three thousand words for my chapter submission each uh, each month um, I I've had the um, the same beginning, the who's who's king, who's the the head druid, uh, and of course the to be continued at the end. So there's probably about forty to fifty words that will automatically be cut 
each time when I actually grab each chapter and um, and use it to create the um, the manuscript for the novel. So uh, so it's yeah, it's going to be interesting to find out how how much I've actually got to edit to uh, to start with, and then. Um, how inspired I am for um, for the um, Anthropole, the the human city, the capital, uh, and also the um, sort of the the human lands and how they're affected by the Vazurk, uh, and what's happened to Raven, uh, Peyatra's friend Raven, uh, and. Uh, and uh, Derek as well, the um, the low prince of um, Green Greenwood Vale. He he will sort of factor into uh, into the story as well. He's a part of Peyatra's story, um, but he he's the one that's looking for Peyatra, so uh, he's. He's sort of in there, but on the outer. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And I've got uh, a um, uh, a wonderful lady that uh, that regularly visits the library that I work at, and she's always asking what's happening to Peyatra. And so we've had a bit of a chat, um, probably a good what six or so months ago, I think. She uh, she gave me an idea for um, for what can happen to uh, to Derek. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be fun to sort of have a, a bit of a play around with that idea. But, uh, as well as checking out MythMart, um, don't forget to, uh, to mention to your local comic book store as well uh, about the, um, the comics that, uh, that Dave's working on. Uh, and the fact that they will be available to be stocked in store as well. So hopefully many of you who have a local comic book store have taken that opportunity. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can, um, we can spread the word. Hopefully we can, uh, we can get more and more of, um, of these books, uh, and, um, comic books uh in uh physically in stores that's uh that's pretty exciting uh and the t-shirts too don't forget as well um mythbits there's uh the loopers bits um there's the artwork that zoe's done as well on t-shirts too um if you're looking for something unique to wear mythmart's the place to go so, uh, so most definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, and of course, the um, the range of podcasts. So there's not just this one, uh, The World of Myth Bits. Um, there's uh, Looper's Bits. There's A Day in the Life. Um, there's uh, all, all sorts of, uh, of interesting podcasts that... Uh, Dave, Dave's working on editing for us, um, submitting regularly, uh, and you can check them out online, but you can also tune in to um, American Radio as well, 
which I'm very, very proud of and very super excited about. So uh, so good on you, Dave. Well done. This uh, is uh, an awesome, awesome thing. Awesome thing for the airwaves. And the other thing that I was going to mention as well is... There was one more thing. Um, yes. The... Um, so submit more. So make sure I, I've reviewed the October edition of the magazine. There's still time to, uh, to get in your November submissions. Uh, and it'll be great to have more children's stories. Lynn, I'm talking to you. Um, and, and Jim too, of course, you, uh, you write a great one. Um, and Pav Pavla, I know that you've, uh, you've written, uh, a, uh, a children's tale or, or two, uh, which I've really loved reading as well. Um, so kids, kid stuff, um, more horror. I was surprised with the October edition, the Halloween edition, that there was only one horror story, I reckon. There were a few that sort of were on the verge of that genre. But the, um, the actual submissions uh, for the children's, I had two. And, uh, and Looper was like, mm, don't normally like to put, uh, put two stories in the, in the same category uh, by the same author. Um, but I, I was lucky enough that, um, that I've got two. And was, I'm, I mean, over the next couple of magazines, uh, I think I'm breaking the rules again and again and again and again. So I'm really, really sorry for that, Looper. Uh, but the, I'm just in, inspired to uh, to write kid stories and teen teen stories, and yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of lot of fun, sort of playing in that that strange realm, that uh, that weird and wonderful where um, where anything can happen. I mean, I I love the the fantasy element of um, of the D and D style story that um that i've been uh, been working on uh but the that whole uh, not roll dial um uh, more like the the weird zany i i i put it down to uh jim henson's labyrinth that's the the sort of what i was aiming for with the neighbor uh, and what I'm now trying to do following up on on that story with the teacher. And so hopefully you're reading it. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Um, and, and yeah, I've, I've, I've been, been having uh, a lot of fun. So hopefully you're having as much fun reading it uh, as I've been having writing it. Um, but onto the theme of holidays and Japan and travel and uh, as uh, as chaotic as it is, um, we have been yes madly trying to get my uh, my daughters through her their schooling while focusing on my son or on our our son sort of finishing up his um, what uh, what he's doing with his uh his last year of secondary um super proud of all the kids they're uh they're excelling 
in their schoolwork. Very, very clever. Um, and if they're not sure about something, they're giving it their best possible effort that they can. And as a parent, that's really all that you can expect of your kids. They're, they are just for, for them to ask questions when they don't know uh, and to give it their best shot, to give it, give it a crack uh, and see, roll the dice and see where it, la see where it lands. Um, and my son, or our, our, our son, our eldest, has, has rolled the dice uh, and is landing him in Japan, which um, is, is crazy. So uh, he's, he's knuckled down and uh, my, um, my wife actually spent some time in Japan as a nanny many, 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 many moons ago. Uh, nannying for uh, an English-speaking family though. But being immersed in the culture and being exposed to the language, um, she, she's passed on some of her, um, her teaching aids, her, some of the, the books, language learning books, um, she's passed on to, uh, to our son. And um, the online, I know Lupa has actually been working through... Um, a, uh, a language learning, an online language learning course, learning Spanish, which is uh, which is super awesome. Uh, it's uh, David K. Montoya. So the Mon Montoya is uh, is very Spanish. So it almost reminds me of um, that uh, the swordsman in uh, in the Princess Bride, the um, the the very cool guy. Uh, that is uh, is searching for the six-fingered man. Um, so uh, yes, Mon Montoya is uh, is a great Spanish uh, surname, and uh, and it's wonderful that Lupus uh, Lupus taking the opportunity to uh, to learn as quickly and well as she possibly can. Uh, and I think for somebody as uh, as wonderfully clever as uh, as Steph is, uh, I'm sure that she is acing, acing Spanish uh, without any, any trouble at all. Uh, and my son is the same. He's, uh, he's immersing himself in, uh, in Japanese. And we've been watching a lot of um, anime in, um, in Japanese with the English subtitles. So I've been following along with the English subtitles. But I think my son has been trying to... To pick up the language, uh, and with the the letters and the characters that he's been learning, he's actually been able to uh, to pick up a lot of the written language, which is really cool. So uh, there's the um, the characters on the screen, uh, like the the title of a uh, a particular anime, like Vinland, the the Viking one. Uh, and he's actually been able to translate the different characters that are up on the screen uh, and tell me what they mean and how they relate to that particular word or what that word means in uh, in Japanese. So it's like, um, yeah, in in that particular case, the uh, like the combination of um, of characters that creates the um, like 
north north place or um, something something along those lines. But then the fact that the Japanese language doesn't have an L, so there's no sound or no character for L because they they don't use that um, in their in their normal speech and uh, and in their language at all. So yeah, it's it's fascinating to see how they they sort of do that. But it's yeah, it's incredible watching him sort of doing the language lessons uh, and regularly getting them um, 100% right or trying to do it too quickly and knowing the answer but mistyping on the keyboard. So it's that, uh, that confidence that he's got. I'm hoping that when he's actually over there in the country um, that all of the learning that he's been doing is uh, able to be utilized. Uh, I found when I was over in um, in Germany in uh, with uh, with my trip um, in my travels, especially to the remote parts of, of Germany, the smaller townships outside of Berlin uh, and uh, and the, the major cities. Um, You'd, you'd come across people that don't really speak or don't really understand English too well. And that's where the, the basic elements of the language that you've picked up, that, um, that you're, you're able to, to try them and test them out and to, um, to see how well you, uh, you've, been able to uh, to pick up some of the um, the the tone uh, and the the actual proper formation of uh, of the words. Uh, it's a, a a good sort of uh, a mismatch of um, in English and uh, and other languages um, that uh, that for the most part I found worked for me. I think what uh, what my son's going to find though is that uh, that English is taught in a lot of high schools and is encouraged like the the students are encouraged to learn it. So um, his sort of his interaction with um, with the student that he's going to be billeted with uh, so far that's going quite well. Um, he's uh, He's finding that her her English is pretty good. There are probably a few words where um, where they may stumble. There there might be a um, a miscommunication of sorts, but for the most part, he can get his message across to her. And a lot of the questions that he's got, he's uh, he's already got in, getting he's already getting answers for. Which, um, yeah, which is kind of cool. Definitely. Um, so I guess going back to uh, the whole idea of holiday uh, and sort of sending out an I uh, just a, a question or a query where would you like to go on holiday? 
I mean, it's it's amazing having writers uh, and listeners from uh, at, at an interna- international level. So I like across. I I know that there are um, like people from uh, from Europe, from Canada, from America, from uh, the different parts of Asia. Um, there's uh, Australian uh, submissions, of course, that uh, that come in uh, each and every month. Uh, so, being a part of a different corner of the world, I'd be curious. I know that uh, that a lot of family, like a a lot of people, want to explore their own backyard i suppose like become more familiar with their own country um a lot of people uh here uh here in australia actually take the opportunity to take six months off from work or something if when they hit that long service leave um the they sort of pack up the family take them out of school and uh and they might travel around the coast of australia in entirely uh and then up through the middle and then maybe uh, across the centre, um, sort of like a a big big, uh, I've been everywhere type uh, type adventure, and that's a good fun, good good fun holiday. Um, I remember uh, a few family trips that uh, that I took growing up. My um, my dad worked a lot for the uh, the local abattoir, and uh, he would get. Like there'd be a shutdown over July, which would coincide with like it'd be the winter for us, uh, and it would coincide with the um, the um, primary school holidays. So uh, so we would take a uh, a big trip. We might go for a, a week or uh, or eight days or ten days to um, to somewhere in Australia. So we never took any overseas family holidays, but there was always somewhere new in Australia where we would go and we would explore uh, as a family uh, each and every year. And that, um, yeah, that was a, a real thrill. We did a lot of South Australia, but then we also did like visiting family in, uh, in Western Australia that I recall bits and pieces of because i like my my brother and i were very very young back then when we took that trip um but yeah there are a few sort of moments from from that holiday that uh that stick uh and then there was the um the big holiday that uh that we took with uh with another family so it was the law family and the church at family and um we we headed over to the um, Northern Territory uh, to uh, to Ayers Rock to um, to stay with uh, with a ranger that uh, that was out there, which was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, there was like um, a big car trip, and I reckon um, a. F- friend of mine from high school we were both in the same year and we were both 
studying. I'm sure it was year 12 when uh, when we went the like the the final year of high school. But maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. Maybe it was an earlier year, like year year 10 or something. But I know that we had like we had um, we were both doing Italian lessons, uh, learning Italian, and. We both had the um, the same exercises that we were going through, and it was great to be able to have somebody that you could speak the language with and work through the the work workbook with. Uh, and then, of course, we we were both in the same uh, math class as well, so working through those problems together. Uh, and then my my mum being a um, a primary school teacher, but very maths math focused uh it was great to sort of have her help to uh to to ask her a couple of questions that um that we may not have understood uh exactly so um yeah that was that was uh interesting an interesting element to add to a trip so uh so i'm very glad that my son when he's heading over to japan in uh, in the next couple of days that he will have the opportunity to just focus on the trip, that he won't have any study commitments, or he won't have any lessons that uh, that he still needs to finish, or uh, or any work that he needs to take on the road. He can sort of just soak in the culture, soak in the atmosphere, and um, and yeah, go from there, which uh, which is very very exciting, and I cannot wait for uh, for him to go to uh to sort of have those experiences uh and then to be able to come back and uh and tell us all about them i'm sure that um if i wasn't keen to travel there already which uh which i most definitely definitely am that um the uh the fact that uh that our eldest is uh is heading over there um that uh, yeah, what what he experiences will only inspire uh, inspire us even even more. Um, and what's cool too is uh, is there's a great opportunity. Like my um, my friend has uh, has on a couple of occasions, um, he's headed over to Japan to uh, to have a paid working holiday uh, teaching English over there. So uh, so that's uh, a great opportunity as well. So if uh, if my son is uh, is keen to to get back to Japan. That's definitely definitely something that he can do. Uh, although I don't think it will really fit in with the career path that he's sort of considered for himself. He's uh, he's heading to uni uh, next year, which is cool. His uh, his tertiary adventure will uh, will be beginning um, early next year, uh, and uh, looking at. A career in marketing, which is yeah, is uh, something that uh, that I've never really considered, but uh, but something that he's uh, he's definitely passionate about, and uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully that all works out. But there's always that yeah opportunity to uh, to travel far, immerse yourself more in the culture. Uh, and rather than sort of just a, a a week and a bit, sort of spending that much time in uh, in a, a foreign land, 
to uh, to actually become one sort of spend a year or uh, or a couple of years there um, and um, be of benefit to the um, the the Japanese people. I think yeah, I think is is kind of cool. Um, so yes, I uh, I was wondering um, what would be the ultimate holiday. What would uh, what would be something that uh, that you would love to do? Is it traveling around your own backyard? Is it uh, is it exploring more of the the continent that uh, that you find yourself on? Um, whether you're uh, you're in Northern America and uh, and you're keen to uh, to head across the border and see what uh, what Canada's like, uh, or down through Mexico. Uh, or even further down through uh, through Southern America, uh, I know a friend of mine who uh, who's uh, really enjoyed his uh, his travels through Brazil, and uh, I think Brazil, Peru, um, Argentina, though those that sort of Southern America has uh, has interested me as well. Uh, but I know for a, a fact that. Um, my uh, my travels through um, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Uh, I would love to actually go back and revisit uh, those those sort of places. Uh, have uh, have intrigued me, um, and uh, I know when I was there, uh, even for um, the the so many months that uh, that I spent. Over there, it wasn't long enough. That you need more time. Uh, the um, the number of times that I was uh, was in a certain place, and uh, and found that I didn't have enough. I didn't have the pounds that I needed to get into a museum, or um, I uh, I didn't have the euro. Uh, although one th- one thing I did do was um, when I was over in uh, in Ireland in Dublin. Uh, I did. The, they had one of the Star Wars films playing at the time, uh, and I did take the opportunity to uh, to watch a film in a Dublin cinema, and that um, that uh, that was uh, a very very interesting interesting experience. But at the same time, uh, also while I was in Dublin, I um, I managed to walk past the Guinness factory. And uh, never ever stepped in, so I would love to return back to Dublin, uh, and I would love to uh, to be able to have that uh, that tour. Uh, and over the years, I've um, I've sort of gotten into um, spirits uh, as as well, uh, and I know that there are some very very famous companies over um, over in Ireland, over in Dublin uh, as well. That uh, that would be good fun to visit the um, the factories there. So uh, so there's plenty in my own backyard to explore, uh, and we would would love to take our um, uh, our kids on uh, on more adventures. Would uh, would be excellent excellent uh, great experience for us, but also a wonderful experience for them. Uh, but yeah, the just the opportunity to uh, to be able to sort of jet away from Australia 
uh, and experience new adventures and new cultures. Uh, and it'll be a unique experience for, uh, for me uh, and for my wife as well in that where um, the, the travel that we did, she's done a lot more travel than I have, but the travel that we did, we did by ourselves. So it wasn't uh, something that we've, we've experienced with other people. I mean, other, we've crossed paths with other people along the way and we've had parts of our adventures sort of shared with others. But the, a good 90% of the traveling that we've done, we've done as sole travelers. So it'll be, uh, I'm very, very, very excited about the, uh, the opportunity to travel with my love. And uh, yeah, sort of see the world through her eyes, uh, as well as sharing my own experience with uh, with someone who is uh, is very very important, very very precious to me. So uh, so yeah, the um, the idea of adventure uh, and the idea of uh, of possibility, uh, I think, uh, has been a great great uh, great theme for uh, for this episode. So I hope you've enjoyed listening. Uh, make sure that you uh, you jump on MythMart.com. Make sure that you check out the October magazine at theworldofmyth.com. Uh, and um, yeah, make sure that you tune in to uh, to the incredible and wonderful podcasts that uh, that Dave uh, Dave and the team are uh, are presenting for your enjoyment. Ciao for now.